Guy. Hey. Ice and Guy, how are you? Hello. Good. <laughs> On this, uh, it's a it's a rainy. It's been a rainy weekend for me, and it I guess is symbolic of my feelings because this episode. We are covering the final season of our beloved Chesapeake Shores. Uh, what a what a season! I, I can't believe it's the last one, Shingai. I know uh, this was one of the shows that I like consistently looked forward to, even when the story wasn't like the best. It was still the one that I would always come back to, week on week, year upon year. And I don't know what's going on, Hallmark, with your programming now that this is gone. Now that everything, all the shows that we've covered are gone. What what's gonna happen next? I don't know. I guess when calls the heart, that's it. But I mean, oh, I forgot you... about them. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like you're coming home? Um, I'm gonna miss it. Honestly, when I was playing the intros, when I was watching the, you know, the, the intros of the show of each episode, usually I skip the intro, but now I kind of just listen to it because I'm like, wow, this is the last time we're going to see it. And I feel bad because I feel like we wasted a lot of time in the first couple of seasons where we had Jesse, um, Trace rather, um, and that was a waste of time. But anyway, this season was pretty good, and I kept hitting and myself. And, and texting Chingai every time an episode would end because I'm like, I can't believe this is ending. It's doing quite well. Alas, here we are. So in this episode, we will be, I guess, highlighting our favorite and not so favorite moments of the season. Uh, we'll, we'll visit each sibling and character of the show and give them a little bit of our time. And then, of course, in the end, we'll have Mary Kill. But before we get there, Chingai, do you want to kick us off to um, our first sibling? Let's start with the baby of the family. Jess was never my favorite <laughs> one. I'm sorry to say, and and I I feel bad because you know she, she's she's had a lot. She's mm-hmm. gone through a lot, and I just did not like the way her character did or did not develop this season. <laughs> like she was mostly entangled in this whole. Um, Carlo Marx storyline uh, with the with the rich dad it was just like uh, what else what did he do he ran away or something it's he's ditching the cops or something because he's like framed uh, for fraud or something but he didn't do it and like I, I honestly don't care we're watching for the family not for David I mean Carlo Marx never hits the mark <laughs> <laughs> It's like one flop after the next, even in such a good show. I mean, I wanted him to go with Brie in the beginning. Mm. That's where, right? He was with Brie in the start, but he ended up with Jess. And and I, I think, I guess Jess just gave birth or something. I don't know what's going on. She just looks so different from, from before. And I, I understand it's been six years for this show going on, but I don't know. There, there was just like such a, it was such a shock like wait what happened I, they could have taken this couple's story so many other ways than mm. than what happened and i mean i guess good for jess like she was like um wanting to take her bnb business further by you know having a vineyard and stuff like that i mean okay girl boss yeah <laughs> <laughs> i wish that were the dominant storyline and not the not the deadbeat dad so uh, i don't know Here's the thing. I don't think they even resolved the deadbeat dad thing. I think the ending was that Connor would take on the case, but they didn't actually say whether he was acquitted or not, right? 
Yeah, because they even they didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> All that set up for nothing. I mean, that girl boss gatekeeping, whatever, of the vineyard was quite funny. And was it like that in the end, it was that author that or that movie star the director movie star, whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. um, that ended up, you know, investing in it. And yes, you know, just everybody's bodies, you know, you can give birth. That's fantastic. I wish they were better at incorporating it. Like maybe yeah. they should have made her pregnant instead. Because yeah. like the ending anyway is that she's pregnant. Yeah. But I get it. I get they had to give the storyline to someone else. But my God, the entire fucking cast was pregnant. But anyway, neither here nor there. I, I think the one thing I appreciated about about Jess, and it's not really her storyline, she's adjacent to it, is that she got a, she was like the cool aunt to Abby's daughters. Like that's that's about it. Like that was the only like redeeming thing about the entire Jess David um, storyline. And again, I guess we're just going to do a count of naked boys that uh, we see. <laughs> Carlo Marx was one of them and I was shocked. They were in bed together. I know mm. they're married, but it was not something I expected to see. And that's mm. where they could have just teased it. Oh, look, we fucking, she's going to be pregnant. Yeah. Like, come on. And they didn't. Missed opportunity. Anyway, yeah. Jess and David will miss the BNB, kind of. Yeah, I think it was just an interesting thing to see more of their lives, uh, like the how they stress shop and how he was cramming everything into this. Like, remember when he was arranging the canned goods? And I'm like, that's a lot of. I, I couldn't see. Like, was it tomato sauce? Anyway, I thought it was funny. Patty, I don't, I don't know what the heck you're talking about. <laughs> but okay, so, so there was this scene when the the thing about the dad came out, and then the FBI was like trying to get in touch with him, and then he uh-huh. was super stressed, and she was like, you know, let's talk about it. He's like, I don't want to talk about it, and then he's arranging like a pantry, and it's on a high, he's on, oh. a, he's on a ladder, and he was like, oh. there were so many cans of something. Oh, I don't know okay. what it is. Was it chickpeas, tomato? I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, it was. He was like stress organizing. So there, that, I thought okay. it was funny. Okay. okay. <laughs> Moving on to our next sibling, the lawyer, Connor, and his inter interracial relationship with his paralegal. I really liked Connor's storyline. You know, he wasn't a favorite of mine in mm. the beginning, but he just endeared himself to me. And I love, like, you know, his art where he was like, he didn't. He didn't really care about, you know, serious stuff. And then he just grew into himself and he he got a career. And I liked like, this relationship that he was building with the paralegal who eventually became his partner at the law firm that he put up. And yeah, like, I don't know about him. Like, like he, he got into all this, like, construction drama, right? Like, a few seasons ago. That was kind of sketch. But, but this, this storyline, I really liked. I really like the Connor redemption. I mean, my goodness, the season five cliffhanger was that he collapsed. Oh, yeah. Like, right. that was not great. And then suddenly we get into the new season and they're all in the hospital. And I'm like, wait, there is a um, African-American lady in this waiting room. And it does not look like the actress from the previous season. <laughs> but I like this girl more. Like, the I recast mean, was fabulous. Here we I, go again. I didn't even notice. <laughs> But she was good. She was so good. I love that. I think he is the only male alongside Mick we didn't see um, topless this season. And that's fine. He is recovering. Mm -hmm. I really like his recovery storyline about him being Mm -hmm. babied at home and how everybody was just really like trying to take care of him. And I love that we get to see his place. 
Like we yeah. saw everyone's apartment and nice to see their personality. And he had a yeah. really he nice apartment. He had the best one. Yeah. Super duper nice. And I like that when they stayed up one night, all night, like just talking and stuff. Like mm-hmm. it was so cute. I'm so glad they changed the actress because I really like his chemistry with this one. And then when he met her parents and her family and he was just trying to like, she was like, no jokes. Like, you know, like making sure that he would behave. But then of course, Connor is Connor and he won them over anyway, even if... He doesn't support the same teams and whatever. It was just yeah. cute. Like, I can't believe I'm rooting for Connor. Like, yeah. what happened? Yeah. How things have changed. I mean, I like, I remember messaging you at, in one of the episodes when, like, he he made out with his girlfriend. Mm. Remember, like, when she came, when she stayed over at his yes. place? Because I think he was recovering and she was taking care of him. And it's like, wow, Hallmark. <laughs> Staying <laughs> over. Progressive here, steamy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm happy for Connor and happy for them. <laughs> happy for Connor and I'm happy he kept his shirt on. Thank you very much. <laughs> Speaking of other <laughs> men in the Chesapeake. <laughs> the Chesapeake family. Okay, let, let's move on to Brie. Brie has yeah. always been my favorite sister. Mm. But I, I feel like she got stuck. She got stuck in this season. I mean, it was all, actually, it was all about her love interest and not really about her. Mm. They put Stephen Huzar here, who lovingly called dead eyes and it was all about his journey mm. and okay i mean i i can appreciate you know him wanting to change his life and whatever but but there was all this back and forth and he was floundering between you know wanting to be a good boyfriend but like not believing that he was good enough for her mm. and it, it just became about him and not about brie and maybe we did get too much of brie in the previous seasons i don't know but I, it, it was just like too much of, of dead eyes for me. I think in general, this season was really all about the siblings' relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, not a lot of focus on them as individuals and maybe because they're trying to like tie up all the ends and maybe they prioritize relationships, romantic relationships as a match, measure of success for these siblings. I mean, the, the ending alone was like, oh, yeah. we're engaged. Oh, we're together. Oh, we have a baby. Like, it's this very like, you know, um, traditional normative, like, relationship escalator in a way which is very predictable of Hallmark to promote but it's kind of sad because we did see a lot about Brie's career in the past and how she's an amazing writer the one glimpse we had of that this season is that you know she was going to adapt um the this director was going to adapt her book and she was excited about it but it was very brief and very fast I think although I'm happy that she's found this stability with you know Stephen Ozar um, also known as Lucas. Is Lucas his Lucas. Name? Yeah. Lucas. Yeah. yeah, like I'm glad she found it. And like, again, progressive of them to make him like an ex-con. Like, mm-hmm. that's pretty amazing. But like, they really over-indexed on their relationship. But they wouldn't show them like having like real sleepovers. Like he lost his house or something. And so he had to sleep over <laughs> at her house. But then she was, they were making this big show about him staying on like the pull-out bed. And then we see naked Stephen Uzar. Well, I mean, you know, clearly this guy works out. But like, guys... No point of you doing this because, yeah, they're adults. But they have a lot of they have have a lot of cute storylines though. You know the the fortune telling machine, right? Mr. Mystic, yeah, Mm -hmm. and Mr. Mystic or the birthday where they shared the same birthday and they were like, yeah, that was cute. They were like they get cute storylines, but yeah, it over indexed on that. I get it because they just introduced him last season and they kind of had to make up for it. I don't know. I don't know about all these chaste sleepovers, and I would like to point out 
one episode, episode two of this <laughs> season, where Lucas was like being charming or whatever, yeah. and talking about how he would he would make champorado, a Filipino mm. dish, which he described as made of corn, Boo. and. You know, this just made me happy because oh my gosh, Filipino dish, and then and then he, they got it completely wrong. Champarado is made of chocolate and rice and milk. <laughs> uh, we did get a message from one of our followers that uh, champarado is also a Mexican dish made of corn. Then they shouldn't have said Filipino. Right? Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna include. If you're gonna include diversity in your programming, then just make sure you do the research. Yeah, guys, get it right. That's quite embarrassing, but you know what? I'll take it. I'll take half the correct answer, especially coming from Dead Eyes. Um, I will take it. Shinkai, our next sibling is everyone's favorite, Kevin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No I hung for a bit <laughs> because everybody knows. <laughs> That Brendan Penny is my absolute favorite one. In and out of Chesapeake Shores, in and out of his shirt, <laughs> Brendan Penny is the best. Um, they're having a baby. Yeah. Yay! Yay? I, yeah. We like him. I'm really happy for Kevin. I mean, they had that. They had trouble conceiving, or they conceived, and then she got a miscarriage, and that was terrible. Like this, was she the only one who didn't look manas? And it's how ironic that she was the one who was pregnant, right? Jesus but I, th- I thought like the the Kevin scenes were always cute of like how he couldn't keep a secret or how like you know Bree tried ro- roping him in to you know convince Lucas that she didn't want a birthday, but did she really want a birthday? Like he was cute foil for a lot of the other siblings as like drama. Um, I also really like. That you know, they gave him this like, oh, I'm gonna be a doctor now or whatever, studying for that Johns Hopkins and all that. Mm-hmm. A bit like, I mean, Brenda Penny looks amazing. I was a bit like, I la- I laughed when they pandered to the crowd and showed him shirtless in the last episode <laughs> of like, okay, bingo card, Kevin's naked um, with a necktie, kind of weird, very Chippendale. Yeah. But we love Brendan Penny, so we anything he does is fine. I, I'm really just like happy for him and, and anytime he had scenes with Mick about them you know being father and terrified and all that like they have a good bond and it makes me so sad that this is the last we're gonna see of this family yeah Kevin has always been a good brother I think he, he he's such a good guy and I think that that's why um like even before I knew who Brendan Penny was I, I, Kevin was always my favorite mm. because he was such like a good brother and a good sibling and you know he wanted to he was where, where did he go? He went to war and all of that. He yeah. was just like a good. He was just a good person, and I. I'm just curious to know because you didn't like Sarah. Everyone I know who watches this show, and my my siblings do watch this show, they have the same opinion. They they don't like Sarah, but I feel um. that she was pretty okay in the end. Like yeah. um, compared to all the other partners of of the siblings, I think Sarah Sarah wins. <laughs> Well, no. well, okay, let's not count Abby here, but, you know, yeah. the nah, other siblings, I think yeah. I think Sarah's a, a winner. Sarah comes second place, obviously, to, mm-hmm. you know, secret later on. Obviously, who else is a sibling we haven't discussed? But she grew on me, I guess? I think I have high standards for Kevin. And so anybody they would pair with Kevin, I'd just be like, <laughs> no. Okay. And I felt like they kind of forced this, like, 
one of the guys I'm a I'm a firefighter girl mm-hmm. kind of thing. It when they first introduced her I felt it was forced, but like I get it. She she's quite like she she drew me in. She's a good actress and like Sarah has been through a lot. So she was annoying in the beginning. I think this was more like me projecting that I didn't think she was good enough for Kevin. What? <laughs> Like, he's my brother. But I really appreciate Kevin's storylines here, even when he was, like, you know, trying to help Mick with his, you know, we'll discuss it later, his entire storyline. He -hmm. was the most, like, like, all of them were pretty delicate about it, but I think Kevin really stepped up and kind of led the team with that one. Oh, Kevin. Kevin, we'll miss you. We're going to miss you. All right. When we're back, don't worry. We'll cover Abby and Mom and Dad. See you guys then. Discussing the series finale of Chesapeake Shores. Moving on to the, well, I guess, star of the show. We're gonna talk about Abby, the eldest, <laughs> the eldest sister. Uh, I guess like the show really does center around her, and then it just kind of like um, sprung roots and you know connected to the other uh, members of the family. But Abby, wow, <laughs> she's been through a lot. And I am just happy that we get to see her get some closure and end up with Magic Mike <laughs> slash Robert Buckley. Uh. I'm so happy that she got an Evan in her life and that they showed them as a couple mm. this season. Like, there was no more, you know, will they or won't mm. they? I mean, they were like fully coupled up, and I really liked. Um, seeing them just be with each other and you know go through all the all the all the little steps that uh, people in couples go through with the I love yous and you know the being romantic and not romantic and just diving into each other's issues I guess I mean we we got to see a different side of Evan in this in this season and I don't know would you call it a pro or a con like all all, all of those um other all all the other ways that we we that they took the story into I'm not sure but I mean I I like that they're like a fully fleshed out pair in the series finale. It's kind of crazy that even up to season 5 she was still deciding between <laughs> dad co-parent mm-hmm. and this guy. Considering we spent four fucking seasons putting up with Trace like, that was insane. Like, I get it. In the end, like, we got all, you know, they did give us every Evan they could, as much as him as they could, all out, you know, couple, coupling up. I was surprised about the wedding proposal, to be mm. honest. You, you were, really? Yeah. I'm like, that's a bit soon, considering we spent four seasons that's right. being with Trace. And then one season, will they, won't they, with another guy. There were two guys in season five, remember? And then mm. there's this guy. And season six, like, okay, we're getting married in the end. And they didn't even show the wedding in the end. They showed another fucking wedding, which I wish I hadn't <laughs> seen. But so for me, I was surprised, but I'm really happy for her because she has been through a lot. Like her daughters are gigantic now. Yeah, I know. So we, we see um Abby's growth as a mom and we see her kids grow before yeah. our eyes. I, I don't understand why they had to introduce daughter drama Ugh. like towards the end. I mean, no. it's great that we did get to see Jess as a cool aunt, but... Like, this was so unnecessary. This was like, oh, what? What's going on? Like, why do we have to tackle this? Are they going to give the kids a spin-off? Or is this why? I, I don't know. 
But like I did not want to see that. And another thing that I did not want to see was our beloved Mandrake getting fired. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, that that made me sad. I think one the daughter thing. I feel like I thought they were going in like an LGBTQ. Yeah, that's like, what I thought. I thought like they were going to go there. I'm like, okay, okay, that's progressive. Like she has this friend, quote unquote, but you know. Mm, like and then suddenly they really just made it best friends. We're just fine as well, but don't queer bait us into like, oh, we're going to dive into that territory. But anyway, neither here nor there. Appreciate it, but also didn't appreciate it. We don't need the daughter drama now. Just give yeah. us Evan and Abby. Evan and Abby. Evan and Abby. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Mandrake, like the thing I didn't like about um, Evan, and I'm glad they showed it because obviously no man is perfect and it's good to see the flaws and whatnot, but we just get one season with him. Anyway, the fact that he fired Mandrake for finding his father, mm-hmm. who, again, an unnecessary storyline I did not need. I do not expect Evan to be fleshed out as a character considering we had one and like a half seasons with him. I just wanted to be fluff and fun. And how dare they do that to Mandrake? How dare they? I'm kind of glad that Abby hired him and then like in the end, they're like, oh, we both like, who does he work for? Whatever. Mandrake is, a, Mandrake is pure and amazing. And how dare you fire him? Evan? How dare you? I really like that they delved into his storyline and like he talked about how um, how he came to work for mm. Eva and I kind of teared up with that until I realized that you know he kind of looks like Jesse Plemons in Friday Night Lights. <laughs> <laughs> Like uncle, uncle of Jesse. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, Mandrake. But, but yeah, I loved him as a character, as silly as it was in the beginning. Yeah, they were able to give him heart. And, yeah. you know, that's the kind of extra storyline that I want to see. No more of the, the, the daughter drama. Ne- never mind that. Speaking of things we no longer want to see. Okay, let's get into this because I know Patty does not like Megan the mom. And I mean with good reason because this this whole this whole show started out with drama caused by her because mm. she just left her family, right? She had a career going on like this season where uh the Getty wants her so she goes off to Please. California. Like why does everyone want Megan? And then so she she's like, "Okay, but I'm going to go back to Chesapeake Shores." But then but then Mick is like super in love with her. Like they're getting back together and it's like a will they won't they thing. It's like, "Yes, cute." Yeah, but 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 no. <laughs> I was just not enamored by Megan and I think that my dislike of this character is just like the tip of the iceberg Compared to Patty. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Clearly, she's such a great actress that she's made us hate her. Um, But (laughs) I'm sure she's a lovely person. I don't know. But the thing is, like, whenever I see this actress in other stories or in other movies, I'm kind of like, ugh, Barbara Niven. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I'm kind of hating on you. The one thing I hated the most about her this season was her wedding look. Come on, girl. Like, what the fuck was that? The hair, like a Jessica McClintock '90s prom dress on a how old is that? Sixty year old or something. It was terrible. <laughs> that is a perfect exap- encapsulation of what it looked like. And I was just like, "Girl, come on, you can still be the bride. That's fine, but wear something that it's. I'm not even gonna say age appropriate. That flatters you. It was not flattering. <laughs> the hair was not flattering. Like, do yourself. I I've been staying up because I saw these this TikTok video on like the Kiba. Um, body system oh, yeah. I never, and yeah, I never yeah, yeah. understood it so I watched yeah. like a bunch of and I'm thinking 
what is she? And is she like a fl- <laughs> is she like a flamboyant gamin? Like what? No, is she's she? not. I don't think. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I never understood them, right? And I still yeah. supposedly I'm a soft natural. I don't know, but like mm-hmm. I am baffled by how unflattering her wedding dress was. This is her wedding. This is the day you're supposed to be like your most beautiful one. Two, to be fair, her arc has been kind of bananas from leaving her kids and trying to win them back. I don't think I ever really understood why she left them. I'm not like faulting her as a person. I'm sure motherhood is terribly stressful and crazy and like whatnot. But like, girl, literal <laughs> ginusto mo to. Um, but... Okay, fine, fine, whatevs. Everybody has it in their hearts to, you know, forgive her and come back. I never forgave her. <laughs> <laughs> I am the sixth O'Brien, and I'm like, no, Megan, you may not come back. I'm glad, of all the things I'm glad Chesapeake Church is over for, there's like literally zero reasons. Megan is a reason I'm glad oh. it's over. <laughs> I really don't like her. I really don't like her. <laughs> Okay, okay. I'm glad you got that out of your system. <laughs> and, you know, one person that we're, we're sad to see gone is Nell. Mama Nell. <laughs> Our uh, O'Brien matriarch yeah. is off, is off, is off script. She's in, she's in Ireland. I mean, the fairies. I mean, supposedly, so I read up because I was so shocked that they would shoot without her. And then I read that she's quite old and they shot, they shot during COVID. And I think, well, she is Laura Dern's mom. And I think Laura Dern was like really hyper vigilant about her not getting sick naturally. As she should be. Mm-hmm. As she should be. She, this lady is old. So Diane Ladd um, was holed up, not in Ireland, but the storyline, they'd pepper her and of like, oh, for Nan. Oh, for Gran. Oh, I'm like, okay, cool. They did it pretty well, this Ireland excuse, but sad, kind of sad. They didn't shoot with her. Not even like a, you know, like a Zoom video of like, you know, oh, I'm FaceTiming Nan. Come on, right? You can, yeah. I guess they didn't want to pay her anymore either. I don't know, but I thought that was kind of weird. Um, but yeah, we miss you, Nan. Clearly, we do. Mm, yeah. Um, that leaves us with Mick. <laughs> Chingai. Mick I've, went through oh, a lot. Mick yeah, went through a lot. Mick, this is Mick's season. Like, clearly... Mick has been through a lot this entire series. And I've always had a soft spot for Treat Williams. He's so good. He's so good. I'm glad they were able to give him some gravitas, you know, some deep storyline with the sobriety and working with it. I liked it that he, you know, bonded with Lucas. Like, yay, look at that. You're bonding with someone, uh, finding a sponsor. I liked his sobriety journey, even if it was tough to watch. And I was like, oh no, let's move on to happier things. I like that he got some meat. I don't like that he was really trying to win Megan back the whole time. Like, I just can't. Like, Mick, Mick, I don't think they've ever shown Mick date anyone else in the show or show any interest. I'm glad they showed the brother and how the brother was one of the people who, you know, helped intervene when, you know, he was admitting to his addiction. But I wish he had a happier storyline because I love Mick and, like, he's going to be a grandpa and he's amazing. And You're right. That's really difficult to watch. Also because, like, we love him so much. Yeah. And to see him, like, fall off the wagon so often, so many times, it was really hard to watch. So, I mean, I guess testament to Treat Williams' acting chops. And yeah, I wish I wish he didn't have to get back together. Yeah. <laughs> like, after, he's been through so much. I mean, is he gonna? You know, why 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 do that to himself again after after she had left the family? But I guess like you're right. Chesapeake Shores 
it's all about relationships mm-hmm. and yeah, climbing the relationship ladder yeah. as traditionally as possible. You know, so. like split up parents getting back together, like a baby. Yeah, so it, we all go back to that yeah. very that very structured, very yeah, yeah normative normative framework so, that super. this was built on. Like I kind of wish that one of them was single. And that one of them yeah. became lesbian. I don't know. Maybe like we're the woke, whatever. It's not even about wokeness. It's just about like not being like, there are five kids. There are yeah. five children. There are five possibilities here to, you know, show different metrics of what success of like what the happy ending or like what a, an arc of a character would look like. They could have gone so many places. It could have been that it became a blended family. Yeah. That, you know, Megan decided to leave forever. And then Mick, you know, decided to have a new girlfriend who also has her own family mm-hmm. or like like so many ways and then Brie Brie could have been like the career girl I know you can have it all the career and the man whatever but like it could have been there or Jess did Jess really have to be with Carlo Marx this whole time I don't know maybe she could have had the the, the B&B and the vineyard and everything mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. it was it was almost laughable how like you know, it was like, oh, they were sitting around, like, the, the, fire. the fire, right? And it was like, like oh, what else is going to happen? What other news? And then just like, well, well I'm pregnant. And then they're like, yay! And like, are you kidding me? Like, are yes, kidding yes, me? these are possibilities. But there are five of you. Everybody mm-hmm. follows, I mean, okay, fine. Everybody follows the same path. <laughs> also possible. Also super possible. But there are just so many more ways to rep, to just... It's representation too, in a way. I get that it's Hallmark, and I get that this is the Hallmark channel. I am clearly asking for way too much. They already have like a black interracial like <laughs> relationship here. They've maxed out on their representation, mm-hmm. but it just made me sad. Made me sad. I know. It it's like okay. I guess this is what we expect mm. by watching things on Hallmark, <laughs> but we've seen things change, you yeah. know, little by little, and we've seen. Um, Robert Buckley in in the Christmas house, yes. right? And Treat Williams. And and they were like, you know, pioneers in that respect. And it's just sad that Chesapeake Shores could have done so much more and yeah. didn't. And then they had to end it. Because I feel uh, like if they had prolonged this show, it could have. we could have gotten those storylines that would have made this a lot richer. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It is Hallmark. We are asking for way too yeah. much, but... It's up to viewers like us to continue to question the status quo so that we keep each other accountable. But anyway, mm-hmm. all right, we've said enough. Let's but- get off our soapboxes. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Mary Kill after the break. And we are back. Welcome back to But Make It Hallmark. You're still with me, Patty, and my co-host, Jingai. But... Guys, this is not the end yet of the episode because we could never end an episode without an addition of Chesapeake Shores's Mary Kill. All right, you guys know how this goes. I'm going to start in case you weren't yet sure. In case. <laughs> Please rewind and listen to who I want to kill because it's very clear in my voice and in how I've hated on this person forever. Megan, I'm killing you. I'm killing you forever and ever. Times 10, double jeopardy. I don't care. Let's do it. Gross. I hate her. Kill her. Kill her. I'm killing Carlo Marx. <laughs> sorry, but not sorry. I like, I, he can't, he just like literally can't do anything right by my book. <laughs> so I'm, yeah, sorry, Carlo Marx, but you're off my list. I'm not sorry, but okay. Mm-hmm. 
let's kill them both. This is perfect. Yeah. All right, who are we fucking? Shall I go first? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I think I'm gonna fuck Connor. Because he just oh. seems like a really fun guy. I'm like not into the blonde look. But you know what? I mean, looks are second. Sense of humor comes first. And I think he's just like a fun, playful guy that I think that would be perfect for a fuck. <laughs> you know what? I, I was thinking of Connor for a hot mm-hmm. second there. But in the end, I think I'm going to fuck Evan. I mean, how could you not? How can I not? Like, I was like, at first I was going to marry him. Then I'm like, no, I'm not marrying you. I'm going to fuck you. I don't like his erratic behavior. What? Mm. But, yeah, who picked I me? I like, who, would you want to be with someone that, like, crazy? I mean, yeah, one crazy rich, but also yeah. just a bit, I think, eccentric because of yeah. the, you know, the the wealth. I'd probably also super feel insecure with the amount of wealth. Like, it will just be, like, overwhelmingly, like, in your face all the time. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I am I wouldn't mind fucking him. That's all. Mm. So, mm-hmm. yes. Yes to fucking. All right. Who are we marrying? Well, I'm going to marry Kevin. As, <laughs> as expected, because he's a good guy. And and we now we've seen him without his shirt. And he's, like, going gray, which oh, is, yeah. like... Like, kind of delicious. So, <laughs> Kevin, he's a firefighter. He's going to become a doctor. I mean, he's, he, he's, he's everything to me. <laughs> I love it. I love it so mm-hmm. much. I'm so excited for your wedding. You will be my daughter-in-law because I am marrying Mick. Oh, gosh. I really love Treat Williams. And I'm super happy for him. And to take him away from Megan, I will be the <laughs> evil stepmother. No, I'm, I'm not going to be evil. But, like, it's good because, like, I mean, it'll be, like, a shocking wedding for them because they're like, oh, my God, she's so young. Like, what am I? As old as... Am I as old as Brie? I'm probably as old as Brie. Maybe. Or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, you know. So, that'll probably shock them. But they'll be like, I'm not after his money. Uh, and I'm not. There is no money. Um, but yeah, I really like Mick and he's so sweet and he he's is. such a good person mm-hmm. and I love a redemption story. Obviously, I'm not going to get together with him until after his first year of sobriety because, you know, I follow the rules. I love um, that there's a plan in place. <laughs> <laughs> there are rules. <laughs> there, I, I'm more concerned about his recovery, okay? Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, clearly I love Mick. Treat Williams, let's go. <laughs> Oh, Chinkai, I can't believe this is the last time we're going to be talking about Chesapeake Shores. I kind of, I'm, so every time, every week I do meal prep and I watch something on the background while I cook. I think I might rewatch Chesapeake. I was thinking of doing Gilmore Girls, but I've watched it so many times that I might just do Chesapeake because I was going to do The Good Witch because Halloween. Really? Really? Because I love, I know I love Sam Radford, but then I was like, no, I can't. So okay, so maybe I'll do this one first. Would you then... would you really go through the the trace seasons? I mean, it's that's why it's on background because I'm actually cooking and it's just there, okay. you know. Because okay. I think I just want to refresh my memory of how everybody's you know journeys were. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sad we're never gonna see another new episode. I hope one day in the future that like maybe like five six years from now, uh, Hallmark does like a reunion yeah. episode, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then they do like a. Yeah, where are they now? Oh, can't believe it. Like a, I'm gonna miss like a, all yeah, of them. Like, like a, and just like that, but for Chesapeake Shores. And now yeah. everybody's lesbian. I don't know. Let's see. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? We're sad now, but then 
I, I think we're gonna be smiling pretty soon because yeah. Christ, countdown to Christmas is coming up. And Isn't it tomorrow or next week? It's next uh, week. Uh, it's this weekend, right? No. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it next week? Oh, it's next week. It's is it twenty two well, or twenty eight? I don't know, but um, it's coming up. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Uh, by the time you listen to this, meaning I've edited and I've gotten out of my funk, we will already be deep into countdown to Christmas, which is insane. Yeah. Um, because. Guys, we're there. What? No, it's it's this weekend. It's starting this right? weekend. It's, it's it's today. Yeah, it's today is the first episode. I think <sighs> I'm gonna do that after we record. Who knew? All right. Thanks, Shingai, and thanks everyone for listening. If you haven't followed us on our socials, we're at Make It Hallmark on Twitter and at But Make It Hallmark on Instagram. I don't know our social handles. Three seasons in. Um, please tell us your favorite, you know, parts of Chesapeake. What you'll miss most about it, and anything else. We'd love to hear from you. And yeah, we'll catch you guys next time for countdown to Christmas already. <laughs> what insane! Oh my goodness. Okay, thanks, Patty. Thanks, you guys. Bye. See you guys. Bye.